the Lord. Good to see you all. Uh, since we celebrated our Independence Day as a nation last week, uh, I want us to kind of think about the meaning of freedom. And for the next few weeks, we will focus on the topic of freedom. Because I think it is very important for us to understand the true freedom in Christ through the gospel in such tumultuous time as this, politically polarized, still socially chaotic, and spiritually confused. And how much more that we need to understand that we have freedom in Jesus Christ so that we can live for the kingdom of Christ. Amen? Now, we all know that freedom is a very important factor in our life, especially here in America. We uphold freedom as the most sacred thing in the lives of the people. And it is true that the freedom is a very important element of human condition. Patrick Kennedy actually said this, Give me freedom, or give me liberty, or give me death. I'd rather die to live in the, under the tyranny, but I would like to live with freedom. And it is a blessing to live in this free country. Amen. More and more I think think about and um and by the way last week I was traveling with my family to uh to do Michigan. Um just have a camping uh as a family and it was a really good time and as I do so I see I was driving by the countryside and thinking about God's blessing and especially the country that we are living in and I cannot help but to thank God uh, for what we have as a, as a people here in this country. And uh, we should be thankful for that, surely. Amen. Now, however, the question for us today is this. How many of us truly understand the meaning of freedom? And also, let me ask you in this way. Are you really free? Do you think you're free? You know, many think that the freedom is about doing whatever we feel like doing and kind of true, but that's the notion actually of free will rather than freedom. There is slight difference in the notion of free will and freedom, and I think we need to understand that before we actually go on to understand our freedom in Jesus Christ. Free will is the ability to choose, meaning God has given us, all human beings, this freedom, the free will to choose, right or wrong. Whatever we want to choose, we have the free will. It is a gift of God in his love because this free will is essential component of love. Some people say, why did God create the world with the risk of humans choosing wrong things? Well, because God is love and out of love he created this world and he gave us therefore free will, the ability to choose. And without free will, there's no true love. So out of love, God gave us the gift of free will to choose. That's free will. And all of us, even the little babies, have that ability to choose. Now, freedom is a little bit different. Freedom is actually the condition of exercising that free will without external restrictions or limitations. It refers to the state of being free from external restrictions uh, that hinders individual autonomy. That means it's a condition. It's more like a social concept that the freedom is a, is a condition of being able to choose um, 
without any hindrances. So in America, uh, we have political freedom. We can choose our government uh, officials, and we can choose to uh, govern this nation uh, as people through voting. So while the free will focuses on the capacity to choose and make decisions, freedom encompasses the broader scope of condition necessary to exercise free will. In other words, uh, in other words free will is an individual's ability to act autonomously, while freedom refers to the external circumstances, condition that enables that exercise of free will. Okay? That means in order for us to, well, for, in order for freedom to be implemented in our lives, it has to be guarded by the laws that protect the individual's right. Again, for example, in America, we have a constitution that protects, uh, protect individual rights, and we all know that. Uh, freedom is a state of exercising free will, and it has to be framed and guarded by, that, the, by the boundary of the law. And in order for you to exercise your freedom, it has to be guarded by the law. If you apply that to our relationship with God, that's why God has put his law in every human heart so that we can live free in the boundary of his love. And that's the idea of it. However, when man exercises his free will to sin by trespassing the boundary of God's given law, choosing our own ways instead of God's way, guess what? We lost our freedom and fell into slavery of sin. That's why Jesus, we read today in verse 34, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Sin is a state of trespassing the boundary of God. And now it dominates the ways of every human life and we want to redefine everything according to our own pleasure and our own inclination and we want to be our own gods. We want to call the shots. And, and that's the heart of sin. And sin is the greatest enemy of our freedom that destroys us because it makes us slaves to the slavery to sin. And that is the truth. Now, do you really think that you are free then? Yes, politically we may be free in this uh, the blessed nation. Because some other nations around the world, by the way, don't have as much freedom as we do. Just know that. So be thankful. Politically, we might be free. Socially, we might be free. Maybe for some of you, economically free, that you don't really have to too much worry about financial situation. But are you really free? Jesus said, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. As a matter of fact, he was talking to the Jews. And he said, you know, you guys, the Son has come to set you free. I have come to set you free. And they, they were like, what do you mean? We are free. We are the descendants of Abraham. We are God's people. We are free. We can do what we want to do, whatever we want to do. And he says, she says that, you think you're free? Politically, maybe. Maybe socially, maybe. Maybe religious, maybe. Religiously, maybe. Maybe 
Economically, well, I'll tell you, everyone who sinned is a slave to sin. So spiritually speaking, we are not free. We are controlled by sin. We still struggle with sin. We are controlled by fear, worries, hatred, pressure, jealousy, religiosity, you name it. These are just the symptoms of sin. Sin that is a state of being trespassing God's law. Sin that that chooses not God but ourselves or something else other than God. That is sin. And you're being controlled by it. That's how we know we are slave to sin. That's how we that's why we see so much evil in this world today. Because we are slaves to the bondage of sin. We don't want what is good anymore, but what is evil. We don't want what God, but anything without him. That is why we replace God with our own names, our own pleasures, our own desires. And that tendency is happening even in the church. How do I know? People start to change or distort the Bible, the law, the book. The word. Why? We don't want God. We want ourselves to call the shots. When we do whatever we like to do, what we are saying is we choose sin rather than God. So we are not free as we think we are free. We are slaves to sin. And do you know what is the most compelling evidence that indicates the entire world in the bondage of sin. You know what's the most compelling evidence? Death. We all die. When God created in this world in Genesis chapter 1, death was not in the equation. Death came into the world because of sin entered into the world. The Bible says the price that you have to pay or wage of sin is death. That means everyone who sins is a slave to sin, and everyone who sinned must die. Everyone. Do you understand? That's the problem. So how do I know this whole world, entire world, every single person in this world, we are under the power and the bondage of sin because we all will face death. No one is excused from it. People trying to find a way to prolong their lives, spend, but it doesn't work. I'm sorry. Why? Because of sin. We are in the bondage of sin. We are under the power of sin. Now, who can save us from this tyranny of sin? Who can save us from the slavery of sin? Who can free us from the bondage of sin? Who can give us the freedom that we all want? Our forefathers in the American forefathers gave us the political freedom, maybe. But what about our spiritual freedom? What about our true freedom in, from sin? That is why we need the Savior. And that Savior's name is Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus came to free us from sin. If you remember when the John the Baptist saw Jesus for the first time, what was his word? How did John the Baptist describe Jesus? Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of this world. 
The very reason why Jesus came to this world is not just to heal the sick. It's not just to bless all the people. It's not just, those are secondary things that comes. The primary reason that Jesus came to this world is to take away the sins of this world. We have to clearly understand that. That's why when he first came as a baby 2,000 years ago in his first advent, what happened? He came to die on the cross. To take away sin. That was his primary reason. Some people say, oh, he came to bring justice. Yeah, he came to fulfill the the, the, fulfill the justice of God by dying on the cross to take away sins. Some people say, people, Jesus, people, Jesus came to make us rich. Well, he did not. He came to save us from sin and death. That's why in the Israelites, they were looking for Messiah, the political figure, who can actually save them from the Roman power. That's why when, they, when Jesus came and said, I am the Messiah that you've been waiting for. I am the son of man that you've been talking about. Here I am. And they said, you are not. Where is revolt? Where is uh, revolution? Where is uh, fighting against the Romans? Nothing happening. No, I'm here to free you from, not from the Roman power, not from Caesar, not from this, not from that. I came specifically to free you from the greatest enemy of the humanity, death, sin. Amen. That's why in order for us, in order for, in order to free us from the slavery of sin, Jesus became the source of our true freedom. John 8, 36 says, so if the Son, Jesus, sets you free, you will be free indeed. If we truly want freedom from sin, I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, we do not need the government. We do not need the ideologies. We do not need the political system. We do not need money. We do not need education. If we really want to be free truly from sin and death, we need Jesus. We need Savior. Jesus was sent by God to solve the problem of sin so that we can be free because only way to pay the penalty of our condition of sin, the condition of being our own gods, rejecting God and his word, death and judgment, only way that we can pay is through death. As a matter of fact, the death came into the world through our sin according to Genesis chapter 3. So Jesus dying on the cross as the ultimate sacrifice for paying for the wage of our sin resolves the problem of sin because he was God perfect, sinless, and he could be the ultimate sacrifice. And as he died on the cross, shed his blood in the place of sinner, whoever believes in Jesus Christ, now he says, I will give you Forgiveness, pardon, freedom from sin. I'll redeem you from the slavery of sin. That's the gospel. That's why Paul said, Romans 6, 20, 23 said, For the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is why we are so crazy about Jesus. Because he is a savior who can only, who is the only one can save us from the slavery and bondage of sin. 
Amen. That's why we're here. That's why we worship Him. That's why we hold on to Him. That's why we cry out to Him. That's why we believe and trust Him. And it is my prayer, if you want to be free from sin and death and judgment and condemnation and all the things of evil, I pray and I urge you to receive Jesus today. Meaning, believe and trust Him today. Follow Him today. Believe that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Believe that Jesus Christ died for your sin and repent before God and ask God to forgive you through Jesus Christ and you shall be free. That's why Jesus says, I am the only way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's the gospel. That's the good news. That's why we're here tonight. That's why not today. That's why we are here and live on. That's why we can continue to wake up in the morning and live our lives, living in the freedom, living the freedom of Christ. Amen? Jesus is the source of our freedom. My question to you then, if you do not know Jesus, you're not free. You're not following Jesus. You are not free. Secondly, Jesus is not only the source of our freedom. He's the process of our freedom. Jesus is the process of our freedom. When we believe in Jesus, we are justified to be free. We are now forgiven, but we are declared by God to be free. Now, with faith, we are in the process of being free from sin more and more. Meaning, we are in the process of being free from sin more and more. So, when Christ died on the cross, and if you believe him, he became the source of our freedom, and he gives you freedom, he redeems you. Now, you experience day by day that freedom happening, that freedom happening within your life. He is a process. Now, with faith, we can actually experience more of it. The moment that you truly believe in Jesus Christ, that he is a sacrifice lamb of God who died on the cross, rose again from the dead, he went to, he ascended to heaven, and he will come back to judge the world now. If you believe that, he became the source of your freedom. But now, Jesus said, if you hold on to my teaching every single day, if you follow my teaching every day, you are really my dis disciples. Then, he says, you will know the truth. And the truth you know more and more in your life will set you free. So the moment that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, God, you receive the forgiveness from God. But now, how are you going to experience that freedom that comes? He said, now, you hold my teaching. You follow my way. Then that you will know the truth. And then you will know the freedom. Here's a sequence of the process. We believe and hold on to Jesus' teaching. So we believe. Now we hold, therefore we hold on to his teaching. We follow his teaching. We study his teaching. We apply into our lives and we follow his ways. Guess what? Then he said, you will know the truth. You will know more about God, about us, about the world. The truth about the reality of the world, reality of God, reality of our lives. You will know more and more through the teachings of Jesus. Then, 
If you know the truth, the truth will set us free more and more, more and more. Key here is the holding on. Verse what? Uh, 31 says, if you hold on to my teaching, if you study my word, if you apply my word, if you follow my word, then you will know the truth about everything, about me, about God, about the world then the truth will set you free. To hold on is also, it means to remain. If you remain in me, more you remain in his word, more you will know the truth in your life. And more you know the truth in your life, guess what? More free you will become. Jesus said, he, I am the process of your freedom. You want to experience freedom, the true freedom, in your own life daily? Follow my teaching. Follow my way. Be my disciple. As we have a relationship with God through his word, we will know the truth and ye shall set us free. So the process of being free from the slavery of sin through Jesus Christ is a process of salvation, actually. Why? Salvation is, means what? We are being saved from sin. So Jesus died on the cross, gave us the justification. Now I redeemed you. Now I give you my life to you. Now, I, as I receive the redemption, redemption, as I receive his life, I want to live day by day, every day. And as I do so, I will be free more and more and more. Sometimes we call it sanctification, meaning we're being changed. We will love God more. We will seek his more. So you will be starting to change. Your character will start to change. Your way perceptions start to change. Your words start to change. Your relationships start to change. Why? Because you are, being in, you are in the process of changing to be free from sin. That is what Christian life is about. Right now, we are in that stage we are being free. We're not completely free yet because we still sin. We are still in the presence of sin. We see all the evils in this world. Sometimes we fall into sin, participate in the evil. Yes, we do. Sometimes we feel like doing whatever we feel like doing, and we do against God's word. But we are being processed. The process is not where we are being changed. We are in the process of changing. That's why... You will love God more tomorrow than today. If you truly have faith, if God is truly working in your life. However, if you do not love God now, if you, don't, if you do not love God today, then yesterday, there's a red flag in your faith. You know, some people, they used to be so fired up for God but now they are not even coming to church. Oh, it's very hard for them to come to church. Did you ever see that? Yeah. There are some people who say they believed. Now they don't. They are not being free. They are being shackled again by the chains of this world. They are like the Israelites who said to Moses in the wilderness, we want to go back to Egypt. Why did you bring us out here? 
The way of freedom is hard and tough. And where are we going? I'd rather go back to my old days. If you go back to Egypt, you're going to be a slave. You're going to go back to the bondage of sin again. But I'll tell you, some people do that. You are, then you need to check your faith. Because if you truly believe, Jesus said, if you truly believe that I set you free, you will hold on to my teaching. As you hold on to my teaching, you will know the truth. And as you know the truth, you will set you free. We should be free, more free today than yesterday, than the day that we received Jesus Christ for the first time. We believed in Jesus Christ for the first time. We should be free today more. But some of you, you are more shackled. You are more chained than before. Do you truly believe in Jesus and trust him as your savior? Are you willing to follow him? That's the question that you need to ask. Because I'll tell you, you're not a Christian. We need to check our faith every day because we are in the process. But if you truly believe every day, even though we might struggle, we are struggling to believe more. We are struggling to seek God more. We are struggling to, uh, to, to love God more. And if you truly can continue to hold on to it, yes, we may fail many times. Yes, we may fall into temptation of sin and we may sin against God again. But we can come back. We can go back and we can ask God for forgiveness. And through that process, guess what? More and more and more you will know the truth. As you know the truth more and more and more, guess what? You'll be free more and more and more. That's the beauty of Christian life. It's not too late. Come back to the Lord. That's why every time you come to church, you hear this from this church. It's not too late. Come to know Christ. Love him again. Get back. Repent. Turn back and face Christ. Amen? And he's faithful to forgive us. That's what the Bible says. He said, I'm so faithful to forgive you. Yes, you have made mistakes. Yes, yes, you wanted to go back to the Egypt. Yes, you want to do all that. But you know what? I still love you. If you come back to me, I will give you freedom again. Amen. I'm sorry. That's the point. So he is the process of our freedom. And more and more, we love him more. As we love him more, we will be free more. More, we are more free, and more and more we will understand and live in his freedom. It is my prayer. If you are struggling right now, if you're still not listening to God, please come back. Repent. It's not too late. You are here today. We are here today. It's not too late for us. But there will, be, there will come. It might be too late for some people. Yes, and we don't know when we're going to see Jesus face to face. So today is the day we should turn back, repent of our ways, come back, and once again experience the freedom that God offers through Jesus Christ. He is the process of our freedom. Amen. Last but not least, Jesus is not only the source and process, but he's the completion of our freedom from sin. Meaning right now, yes, we are still struggling with sin. Yes, we are fighting against sin. Yes, we are trying to be free more and more through the truth 
of Jesus Christ, but one day you'll be completely free. When he comes back, he will renew us and our freedom in him will be complete. And Jesus said, now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son or daughter belongs to it forever. He will glorify us. He will give us complete freedom by taking away any residue of sin. He will make you free from sin completely, and that's when you will know you are free. But that day was coming. When Jesus comes back, that will happen. And we will literally enjoy the complete free freedom from sin. No longer we will struggle with our flesh. No longer we will struggle with all the temptations around us. No longer we will, we will be free. And that's the day that Jesus is promising us today. When I come back, until then, you continue to be in the process of being free. And experience it more and more and more. But when I come back to you, you will be completely free. And I will be completely free. You will be completely free. Imagine, imagine the day. Oh, I wish I can be there. But till then, we need to understand he is the completion. That means don't give up. Don't quit in your faith journey. Don't quit in your Christian life. Don't quit repenting, returning to God. It's not too late. And this message is not to scold some of you. No, it's to wake us up so that rebuke us, us, us all so that we will check our faith where we are. Are we really enjoying freedom today more and more? Are we going to enjoy more freedom tomorrow than today as we seek his teaching through his truth? Are we going to enjoy that? But until one day Jesus will come back and we will be free completely. Have that hope in you always. Put your hope in Christ always. Always when you get, things get tough in the process of being free. Always when we see the, faith, the temptations around us, remember this. One day, he will be my complete, he will be the completion of my freedom. Remember that Jesus will come back and he will complete it for me. Therefore, we don't give up. Amen? So, what gives us hope? Jesus. Who gave us hope? Jesus. Who is giving us hope today? Jesus. And who will give us the hope of complete freedom? Jesus. He is the beginning and the last of our freedom. He is the beginning and the end of history. No wonder Jesus called himself what? I am the A to Z, meaning Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. I'm the one who gave you faith. I'm the one who will mature your faith. I will be complete your faith. I'm the one who gave you life. And I'm, gonna, I'm the one who's going to give you eternal life. I'm the one who what? Gives you freedom. 
I'm the one who is making you, I'm, I'm the one who's making you to be free every day and I will give you complete freedom. Again, it's all about Jesus, isn't it? Everything about him. I'm the one who give you reason to live. I'm the one who is going to take your life. I'm the one who's going to give you eternal life. I'm the one, and not only in your individual life, but whole history. I'm the one who began, created this world. I'm the one who will end this world. That's why when Jesus comes to back, comes back, that's the end of the world, the judgment day. That's the, 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 the day that the Jesus will come back and make everything straight. As a matter of fact, he will recreate the whole world. That's what the Bible says. He's what? Everything. Beginning and the end. As a matter of fact, the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, is about Jesus. All the prophetic words in the Old, the Old Testament to the New Testament, everything is about Jesus. Now do you know why we worship Jesus? Now do you know why we call ourselves Christians, the followers of Jesus? He is everything to you, to me. He is the Lord and Savior. He is God. Jesus is God. Amen. Now, are you free? Are you free in Christ? We'll talk more about that next week. How does this freedom in Christ look like in detail? But today, I want you to really Check your faith now, today. Do you, are you free? Are you being free? Return to the Lord. Repent of your sin. Repent of your sinful thoughts, sinful ways, sinful habits, sinful ambition. And come back to the Lord. He will forgive you. He will give you rest he will give you new life, new spirit, new power. He is the beginning and the end. He is our Lord and Savior, our God, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray to him right now and give our lives to him once again.